Right, anyway, we kind of diverged a bit there, didn't we? Well, that's a long intro for you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find some bits in there, won't we? Just leave the whole thing intact. <laughs> yeah, we, we need people to get more than 30% of the way through the pod these days. Damn it. Yeah, I think it's time we ought to get started, don't you? Yes. Welcome to the Charity Football Weekly Podcast. There may be swearing. Oh, there might not, because we've no Scottish person today. Ooh, that sounds a bit... Uh, are you allowed to say that? I don't think uh, you're allowed well, to say I just that. said it. Oh, yeah. Damn. Nothing, nothing I wouldn't say to Mr Mackey up front. Unfortunately, Ian can't be with us tonight because of work commitments, which is a pain in the neck. But anyway, you're stuck with uh, us two. Well, two of us for a bit. And then... I've got to cut off Sharpish later. God, God. Well, that'll be interesting for uh, your records, Mike, to see if people stay to listen to me to the bitter end. So (laughs) no doubt that'll come up in the group chat. Yep. If they do start staying to the bitter end, you know that the whole format of the pod is changing going forward. (laughs) So not as uh, pretty surroundings for me. I'm in a cupboard under the stairs last time that we recorded. We're at the uh, oldest football ground in the world. So uh, this feels a bit of a come down, Mike. Oh, what an awesome pod that was, though, to do. And the people that we met were absolutely fantastic. Loved, loved, loved doing that. And we're definitely going to go back and see Hallam play again. Oh, I can't wait. So just just for the listeners, Mike, we were talking about this when we were sat in the, well, stood in the shed end after being kindly invited on there. Um, before that game, Mike, what was the last football match you went to see live? The last football match I went to see live I actually got to go on a um, on a bit of a jolly um, and somebody else paid for me to go and see England play in the 2010 World Cup down at Port Elizabeth. So from you only go to the big games, don't you? So from the World Cup to the world's oldest ground, where can we take Mike next? I think that's the uh, next Twitter poll, to be honest. Well, it's and it's got to, con- it's got to contain the word world. So World Cup to world's oh, oldest yeah. ground. It's got to contain the word world. Just one more thing, Mike, while we're on the Hallam part. Um, do you remember who else we met in the Shed End who you said hello to? I said hello to a lot of people in the Shed End. You said hello to ex-Premier League referee Uriah Rennie. And, I certainly uh, can, did. Can you describe his reaction? Well, he, he looked very puzzled by me. Uh, I'm not entirely sure that he lists, he's a regular listener to the pod. Well, you know, that's more fool him. But... No, he was, a, he was a good bloke. He um he looks as though he's um got a few uh, problems with his leg though because he wasn't as mobile as he was when he was out on the pitch in his prime. <laughs> but really top bloke, really uh, friendly. Yeah, nice to see uh, a famous face. Uh, um, talking of famous faces as well, did somebody get a fanboy photo opportunity at any point? My God, yeah, met met one of my heroes. Um... Sheffield Wednesday and England striker David Hurst. Yeah. Which was he. unbelievable. I managed, I think we were five pints in. Well, some of us were five pints in at that point. So I think I managed to some embarrass of myself. Designated drivers. <laughs> yes. I think I managed to embarrass myself in front of one of my childhood heroes. So that was marvellous. But I got a lovely photograph out of it. So uh, amazing. Yeah, it, it oh. was top man, Hursty, everything that you want your heroes to be. It was brilliant. And this, I think, is something that anybody who hasn't been to a game at Hallam FC needs to understand. You know, world's oldest football ground, a great game of grassroots football played in front of us, plus 
famous faces who just turn up on the day. David Hurst, Uriah Rennie, you know, all it needed was Jose Mourinho just having a uh, hot dog over in the corner and the set would be complete. Uh, he heard Anne weren't running Anne's cabin anymore, so Jose just fobbed it off, I think. That that was the uh, the biggest shame of it for me, having to go to Anne's cabin and it wasn't Anne. I was I was gutted, to be honest. But I hear that Anne is um, running their corporate hospitality now. So, you know, that anybody going there on a corporate jolly, they're going to be looked after. Absolutely. Well, Mike, I know tonight is a big night in your house because it's your wedding anniversary. It is. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you very kindly. Uh, um, how long has Anna put up with you now? Well, I mean, so many people are saying that she should be getting a medal for this, but um, this is actually our 20th wedding anniversary. Wow. Yeah. So. Do you feel decades. old now? Do you feel like an elderly <laughs> now? You've reached two zero on the wedding anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I think it's actually my knees that make me uh, feel like an old person. So. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about knees on this pod. No, because you've you've got a PMT, haven't you? I've got a PMT. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google it because I can't actually remember what my diagnosis is. Your diagnosis, as I remember it, was a posterior horn medial meniscus tear. It sounds a lot scarier when you say it. Yes, that's the exact thing. So um, a PMT, in other words, a PMT. I, I was gutted you didn't go for the uh, horn joke, but um... <laughs> I'll leave those. I'll leave the horn to Mr. Mackey. It suits him. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, Michael? Uh, tonight I'm not actually drinking on the pod. Um, whilst we were out, we did stop off at a very nice little pub restaurant um, and have uh, a nice little lunch celebrating without the kids around, so we could have a bit of peace and quiet and a nice drink together. Um, and since getting home, I've then been on the cold and flu remedies because I've managed yeah. to pick up a seasonal cold. So, yes, um, I'm, I'm not actually having a drink in the pub tonight, but I have had a drink earlier today and I had a very nice pint of Doom Bar with my lunch. Oh, you can't beat a Doom Bar. Yeah, particularly when you ask for a pint of Shandy and they just bring you a pint of Doom Bar and stuff it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't complain. They charged can't me for Shandy. <laughs> what a win. Oh dear, it's almost like they knew and upgraded <sighs> us. Oh, so tonight I am drinking a Brooklyn Special Effects, a Hoppy Ooh. Lager, but it is alcohol free. Oh but wow. A recommendation if you are on the alcohol freeze, this is the most tastiest, realistic lager that I've had. So if you're into lagers, very nice. That's good because a big problem I've got with alcohol-free lagers particularly especially the big brand name ones is they do tend to have a bit of an aftertaste and mm. it's not pleasant no. and there's only a few beers that i've tried that managed to avoid that one of them is nanny state by Brewdog. does that one do well to avoid it no i'm not that one haven't you had the nanny state no oh no i thought sorry i thought do well to avoid it was the name of a beer i thought that were another <laughs> beer <laughs> oh, i've had nanny state this is very nanny state is the brooklyn special effects it's that sort of vibe going on with the flavored hops and yeah i highly recommend it look do you have a that. beer fact for us michael i do beer facts the largest glass of beer 
contained 3,664 pints and measured 2.23 metres tall. Beer facts. Well, did you like the way that I mixed the imperial with the metric measurements in there just to throw everybody off the scent? Yeah, my brain no longer functions, so I don't think we can carry on recording after that. <laughs> I was just thinking 2.23 metres tall, that's got to be just over seven feet tall. And I'm just trying to work out which American basketball stars would be the same height as this pint of beer. And I <laughs> dare say there's a few of them out there. <laughs> so we have no, we, our uh, mailbag is empty. So we have no news from charity football this week, Mike. No. Uh, Sorry. Couldn't but resist. if we, well, no, we don't resist. Tell them. But um, if they do want to drop a line to the pod and, let us know what you're doing with your charity team and your fundraising. How would we get in touch with us, Mike? That would be cfwpod at outlook.com. Certainly would be. Please get in touch or get in touch with us on our socials. We'd love to hear your stories because uh, you guys really make the podcast. We want to hear what you're up to and what you're doing. Um, what have you learned from watching football this week, Mike? Watching football? Have I been watching football? Well, I'll tell you one thing that I've learned from watching football is that um, Premier League managers are not given enough time. And we're thinking and of I, Nuno. I'm thinking of Nuno because I seem to remember, and this is throwing your mind back a long, long way, when Alex Ferguson, and when he was just Alex Ferguson, and he joined Manchester United, they really struggled for a few seasons and almost ended up relegated in one of the first seasons he was with them. And it took him a good three, four, maybe five seasons to turn that round and start getting them to the top of the table and start to challenge for the trophies and so forth. Nowadays, it's three, four, five games and you're out. And it's there's no opportunity in there for top flight managers to actually craft and build a successful team. It's almost like we'll just throw money at a couple of players and you've got to get you've got to work with what you've got. And that's not a long term recipe for success. No, absolutely. There's something to be said for sticking with people. Although Manchester United seem to have stuck with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and um, mixed bag reaction to that. So uh, have to see who Tottenham gets next. Would you want the Tottenham job? Because you're not going to last in it. I suppose it's a payday, isn't it? No matter what happens, but... I seem to remember that uh, the Tottenham job has already gone. Have they employed someone? I do believe Conte has now gone to Is that Tottenham. confirmed now? Bumming out. I believe Well, I wonder if he'll still be there in 12 months. Well, I wonder if he'll still be there in 12 games. So, But uh, I'm also thinking of the old Newcastle. Who's going to get the Newcastle job? Or has that one already gone now? Steve Bruce has exited. Still a vacancy as far as I know. Um can't make any signings till January. So, again, it, was it worth sacking him? I don't know. Um, and to all reports that I've heard, he's one of the nicest men in football, which you, you hear that's used a lot. But in his case, you can believe it. So lovely guy, treated rather badly. Bit unfortunate. So I hope he gets himself a good job. And the uh, next team that he's managing, the first time they come up against Newcastle, Obi kicks their ass. But, you know, that's just me. I like Palmer. <laughs> do we have a hero of the week, Mike? Let me ask you, I... Phil. Phil, do we have a hero of the week? We do have a hero of the week. 
our hero of a week. Well, should really be hero of a month since last time we recorded. But I think Shannon Brooks should be recognised, the um, Hallam FC physio, because of what she did really. She's raised enough money to give grassroots clubs three defibs, which potentially multiple lives saved there for not just people who play football, but people in their communities. So well done, Shannon, because that's mega money to get them. And it's amazing what you've done to get them defibs in. That's awesome. Yep. hundred percent. Did we skip over the uh, charity football news, by the way? Yeah, I skipped it. Have you got any? Oh, well, I do believe, unless I'm much mistaken, that the Battling Fat Lads ride again this coming weekend. Oh, I've not, I've not heard. And I believe, unless I'm much mistaken, that it's the Battle of Yorkshire. It's for the Remembrance Trophy. They are hosting AFC Yorkies and they are looking to retain the Remembrance Trophy that they won, um, was it last year? Year before, Mike. We oh, had, they no... had to miss a year, didn't they? We were locked down again for uh, last November, weren't we? So were. So yeah, this is AFC Yorkies' long overdue chance for revenge. And in that spirit, do you think we could talk to anybody from either of those two clubs? Well, I think it'd be lovely if we could uh, talk to AFC Yorkies number twelve, Callum Thompson, and uh, Matt Chris, captain of Batley Fat Lads. I think we ought to get them on the line in a little bit. What do you say? I think that sounds like a plan. Well, you'll get them on the line. It's my 20th anniversary. I'm off. (laughs) Bye. Bye, I'm off. (laughs) No, I'll give you a couple more minutes. Get get Callum dialed in, men. I might might just need you to dial Matt in after, men. But Matt Matt wants a bit of grace. Oh, bugger, have I just... I've just kicked him off. Michael. I kicked him off. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. (laughs) There he is. Hello. How are we doing? Can you hear me? Hey, Callum, we can hear you. Ah, that's yes. good stuff. Are we all doing? Go. You all right? All good. We're fine. We apologise for interrupting Liverpool Atletico Madrid. There's, don't worry, about, I don't have BT Sports anymore, so there's no way I get a chance to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But I just have to look out for updates on it. So, not a problem. Not a problem at all. We uh. keep in refreshing that phone. Um, stuck with me and Mike, but Mike, He's going to leave in a bit, so <laughs> you might just be stuck with me, Callum. But I'll we'll be, do the best we can. Be there myself, don't problem. <laughs> Is it me, by the way, or have uh, Liverpool got a 2-0 lead at the moment? They have Sadio Mane just scored about five, ten minutes ago. So, oh, there you go. Uh, Maybe you should watch none of their games, Callum. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Maybe I'm a... I think last time, I, th- I think there was a Liverpool game on last time we did this one there. Do you remember? Yeah, <laughs> it was Christmas party. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I've come um, I've come prepared today. I've come with a bit of merchandise for the uh, for the occasion. Oh wow! <laughs> Hold that up again. We need to describe that one to everybody at home. <laughs> it's a mug this a... is an AFC Yorkies mug with the AFC Yorkies badge on it. That looks like a stocking filler for anybody holebound. Who wants to support charity football? I've, AFC Yorkies have got to have an online shop and they've got to be selling these because those will earn them a fortune. Guaranteed. I'll have a word with the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
good to be back. How are you guys? You guys keep it. You've been busy, bad looks of it, looking at everything going on. It's been brilliant, actually. The last pod that we did um, live from Hallam FC, that was incredible. It was such a great day for us. Um, we met some fantastic people, had a really good day. So, yeah, that was um, awesome. Um, sorry, say again. The herb of football, quite literally, the uh, beginnings of football, yeah? Absolutely. The, the grandfather of football, that one was. Uh, these are stories people want to hear about, are the stories that people they might are. not. Um, and also, you know, meeting people who are doing incredible things in charity football as well. So we're going to mention our hero of the week later. And um, that person has managed to raise money to provide three defibrillators, which oh, they wow. are giving away to grassroots football teams. Such a cause as well. Relevant, yeah. relevant as well. That's amazing. Right. I'm going to have to duck out, guys. So good to see you again, Cal. I'll leave you hey, in hey. Uh, Phil's very capable hands. See you on the Twitter sphere, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Take All care. Right. Cheers. See ya. Bye. See ya. All right, so I shall give you a proper introduction, Callum. No, no problem. Delighted to have with us Callum Thompson, AFC Yorkies number 12, and more importantly, recent football shirt for charities, Shirt Story Sunday, Callum. Yeah, I, I reluctantly put myself forward for it, but hey, the, the cause is absolutely amazing. It's it's a really unique kind of approach in terms of having a share story that people, as I said, they won't necessarily know about. It's something that's unique and specific to that person. It's a, such a such a novel idea, and I think it's one that will take off uh, week by week. I know they do a story every week, don't they? So, yeah, there's, there's so many stories to tell. It could, it could go on for years. It's amazing how much a piece of nylon affects you, isn't it? It's my favourite part of Sunday. <laughs> Uh, well, it becomes a part of your um, sort of your weekly, it's like a ritual, isn't it? And, um, very, you know, every shirt's important to somebody in a different way. So it's it's good that people are able to, you know, they're given a platform to talk about it. I just wish I'd had that idea and or stolen it off from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole different podcast. But um, we got you on today because it's a big game on Sunday. It's the AFC Yorkies versus Battling Fat Lads raising money for the Murfield Royal British Legion. Um, can you tell us a bit, Cal, because I, I know the Yorkies have got a bit of a military background. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. So obviously you, you may have noticed in our social channels, we've, we've had uh, players past and present who've represented the York Regiment, the Yorkshire Regiment, apologies. So that is kind of where the link is. They've served in the military through that particular regiment. Um, which again is where the crest is kind of related to as well a little bit. Um, so th- we've had, as I say, we've still got players now that do serve in the Archer Regiment. Our vice chairman Ben Norton, uh, he serves in that particular regiment, and uh, there are others. So that that's basically the link really. And um, again, it's quite appropriate with Remembrance Day coming up that um, this particular fixture should be played for the for the Royal British Legion as well. Yeah, it's such a special fixture to us. We're absolutely gutted it didn't happen last year. We're all, all locked down again. Although you forget, don't you? Because I think last year feels like it didn't exist. Because um, we were discussing it with Mike and you were like, oh, want that last year? Like, no, it wasn't. It was the year before. We subconsciously choose to erase it from our minds, though, since we could hardly do anything at the time. But I mean, um, yeah, to my, from being 30 to turning 32 just seems to have disappeared in a flash. <laughs> 
Well, it's good to have that picture back. I know we've played, top of my, I'm not a statistician by the way in the Yorkies, but I think we've played each other three times, I believe. Is that right? I, I've got, in fact, lads versus Yorkies. This is Yorkies' record. Played four, won three, lost one. Okay, so there's an extra game in there somewhere. Yeah, that that sounded about right. You you came to Sirius Academy, didn't you, just before lockdown and pipped us at the post, I believe. We did. <laughs> Finally won one. I got on my notes the first time that we met. Um, you won five three, but we we got a penalty that could have made it four all, and then you went basically from a resulting penalty and scored the fifth. So, <laughs> oh, that was a that was the first game on on AstroTurf, wasn't it? It was a baking hot day, something like July. I remember. Uh, don't ask me how this happened, but I played up front for about twenty minutes. I, I can't believe I'm even saying this because I'm a fullback, but I got fifteen minutes. And I just burnt myself out. It was I just did not um, manage my minutes. But that, that's all I remember from that game. And obviously I remember, um, I think it was Sam Jordan in goal. Yeah, he, he saved the penalty, didn't he? And then we went yeah, up the pitch did. and uh, scored the, the final goal. But high octane stuff. We've been kind <laughs> to you. We've we've not bring, brought you back to the um, virtual carpet, which was the Murfield. Um, we use it in inverted commas astroturf. Quite a bouncy ball on that <laughs> original Battle of Yorkshire <laughs> game. Um, it was uh, it was quite exciting. Are you looking forward to seeing the uh, trophy again? Because it's it's quite a nice trophy, our remembrance trophy. Yeah, it's um, it's got character as well, hasn't it? You know, <laughs> and it's, it's, got, it's rustic. Got, yeah, <laughs> well, it hasn't been used for a while, has it? In fairness, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, it's got significance. And I think you know, joking aside, that's the important thing, isn't it? Whether it be a, you know whatever it may be in terms of silverware, it's. And even if you don't win it, it, it's the significance of playing for that particular cause, which is, is so important to us and, and to yourselves. But from that, was that particular game the one with the AstroTurf, I believe? Was it that one? Yeah, well, I, the glorified carpet, that one. I remember our lads um, all turning up with full-on studs for the occasion, and they just they said, what are we going to do? Because said none of us have got the right boots for this game. <laughs> might be in a sabotage attempt, because uh, <laughs> we, we were... You still won. <laughs> what, all good fun. What's going on then, Cal? What's new with the Yorkies? Um, there's so much going on on your Twitter feeds that we can barely keep up. So uh, give us an edited highlights of the uh, last few months. Imagine, imagine my life. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Uh, but again, it's no bad thing. It's you know, it's good to have different projects going on. Obviously, um, you know, we have our monthly donation that we donate uh, to. We had a recent game with Sands United, their Hull and East Yorkshire team, which you, you know you'd be well. Well aware of them guys are doing some amazing things. You'll know Jimmy Cav, probably just as busy as me on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely loves it. Loves them, uh, lives and breathes charity football. We had our uh, game against them. That was in, in October in support of Baby Loss Awareness Month, which, again, is something is a close cause to ourselves and I'm sure many other people. Um, we, we had that game and that was a great day. Um, great atmosphere, really fun and, uh, you know, played in great spirits. They're... I can't sort of emphasise enough their team in terms of spirit and togetherness out of something that, you know, must be, I, I can't imagine, but must be something very difficult to create something so positive. You know, that's, you really commend it, really. Um, but that was a, a great deal around. We donated to, to the Sands charity for that particular game. Uh, we, our last donation was to the Paul for Brain charity, which, you know, listeners might, might not be aware of, but it's basically a charity in Hull inspired by one man called Paul Spence that basically raises awareness for brain injury and you know brain related uh, trauma and you know raising awareness regarding that particular um that particular charity so that was last month's donation 
I've had a little debrief from the chairman today to give, uh, about future plans. You didn't give away too much. Didn't want to yeah. say too much. Uh, we've got a big fundraiser plan next year. Um, you know, for a big fixture next year, which I can't say much more than this in a minute, but it's going to be for a really important cause as well. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. And I think, you know, hopefully there'll be more sponsors hopefully coming on board in the new year as well that would like to work with us uh, in, you know, in the whole community. So, yeah, it's only it's only getting busier. That's probably the best way to describe it. You know, these things that take off, don't they? We absolutely do, yeah. Everything escalates, doesn't it, which is fantastic. It's nice to be busy. It's nice to have a full calendar. As compared to, the, as we said earlier, the last year where we literally were just waiting for that. Well, just waiting for anything, really, weren't we? Fixture wise. <laughs> yeah. Begging for permission. We, we're just inviting Matt into the call, so uh, we're just waiting to see if he answers. Uh, I'm answered. Is he here? Matt Grace. How, how are we doing? Doing great, Matt. How, how's the game? But Callum's oh. following via. I don't know how you're following it, actually, but he's not, not able to watch it because he's not as flash as you with BT Sport. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? We haven't got it yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got it yet. No. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a great game. It's a great game. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, I mean, I, if, it's, if this counts, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm still supporting it with the same shirt on and everything. One eye on the, one eye on the TV, I'm sure. A bit York is red there. Yeah, well, no, let's not let's not go down that far. Get on board. Let me give you a proper intro, Matt. Um, joining us now, Matt Grist, Captain Battling Fat Lads. Matt, we've uh, just gone through our record with Callum, which um, the Battling Fat Lads record is played for 1 1, lost 3. How yeah. are you feeling about that, man? Um, well, I mean, we've got to, got to look a little bit optimistic that our uh, away day to Hull ended in, in success, but um, <laughs> it's. Uh, it's one of those ones. I think it's consistency that uh, the battling fat lads have always lacked. Really, we can have an odd, odd twenty-minute spell where we play well, and then um, obviously comes back to get us on. But I think, I think if we look back from where we first started to to where we are now, we're uh, we're getting that. We're slowly getting that consistency. <clears throat> Just nice to be back playing games, and it? it's been a slow <laughs> start for the battling fat lads to um, start playing again. I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just, it's just nice to, like I said, nice to be back on the pitch, nice to be back playing with everybody. Um, and you know, I don't know if, I, don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I like to be a little bit controversial, but you know, playing against our favourite charity football team on Sunday, um, it's always a great, it's always a great day between the two of us. And there's plenty of friendships being built up on and off the pitch, and a few rivalries going on as well. So that's, that's always good to see. So before you, you join, sorry. <laughs> what is I said you can say that as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, um, no, it's, it's. I mean, you guys probably do yourself a bit of a disservice there in terms of the games we played you because, although obviously it's not just about the result, you know, they've always been very close games, and I believe you've always started off pretty quickly. But like you say, playing in spells, it you know, it's easy to get pegged back, isn't it? So, yeah. Always yeah. close and always importantly played in the, the best, the right spirit as well. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So before you joined us, Matt, um, Cal were telling us about the um, military background, really, at York. Is, what I really want to ask you is um, why the British Royal British Legion Murfield branch, why are you raising money for them on Sunday? Um, I think, to be honest, it, it kind of all really came from the, the very start out of how the Battling Fat Lads founded, you know, sitting in, sitting in a pub 
the local pub that was central to to where we all were um and and the landlord there um welcomed us in with well we were paying customers so of course he was welcoming and we were sat there <laughs> drinking drinking his beer for a few hours um and then literally i think from our first start out he was the one straight behind us it was like right well if you want somewhere to to come back you know come back to come back to us we'll i'll put you on some food you know we'll well we'll make you nice nice and welcome and i think from us being a set of set of nobodies with a dream i suppose if it, you know quite cliche to say but um to to kind of find somebody who kind of supported us without really knowing what we were going to do or whether we were going to actually get anybody to come back and play um he kind of supported us from the go um and i know tim has been um has been kind of like runs the the murfield branch and has, has a lot to do with uh, the Royal British Legion. I know that's quite close to to his heart. So I think I think to be honest with us, it was it was quite an easy way to come about that to to kind of repay his loyalty to us, um, and and with that being you know so, something that's really close to to his heart, um, it just made it just made sense to try and to start try and sort that out for him. Yeah, it does so much does Tim Wood. Um, I don't know if he was responsible for the article in the Daily Mail, but it made a claim that Murfield is the biggest remembrance parade outside of Whitehall. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Tim fed him the information, but it's (laughs) (laughs) it's always a busy uh, remembrance parade, but put on a good show in Murfield. Um, I'm hoping for not a repeat of the weather of last week. (laughs) That'd be quite disastrous. Um, I'm going to put you both on the spot. I'll start with Cal predictions score-wise for Sunday, Callum. What do you reckon? Oh, that's a t- I mean, to be honest, it's going to be close regardless, isn't it? It's not you're not going to get any anyone run away with it, which is which is what you want. You want a competitive game, don't you? So I'd like to think we can avenge our three-two and win three-two this time. That would be a confident, but not you know not getting ahead of ourselves kind of prediction. I'm guessing some might disagree. <laughs> I think we've, we can't, you know, as captain, we've got to go in with a positive positive outlook. I think it'll be uh, goals galore. Um, obviously, we know what the Yorkies, Yorkies are capable of uh, of scoring, <laughs> but they've, they've also got the uh, the cat in net. So I'm hoping to to continue my goal scoring against him. I seem to manage to get one, one a game at least past him. So um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for... Um, a very eventful 6-5 win. My goodness, that would be amazing. Well, I'll be stood on the touchlines for most of the game, so uh, yeah, I'll enjoy a 6-5 uh, match. That would be lovely. And what you yeah. really want is Callum to bring his GoPros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring the technology with us, one in each net, and uh, we might catch some highlights, you know. Maybe I'm being a bit optimistic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you, you saw, will if on you a 6-5. <laughs> Well, it's probably very optimistic after the fat lads last game, and we couldn't hit uh, we couldn't hit the back of the nets uh, for at all, really, could we? We got we managed to win three two, but uh, the the shooting was somewhat questionable. Well, what you're not telling Callum is that we're battling fat lads with three nil up, and it yeah. did get a bit hairy at one point. <laughs> <laughs> three nil, three nil up after after ten minutes, and then the the manager on the pit on the sideline made three. Three changes, and then before we know it, we were three to three to It's not fun to our to our games. Although just lately and weirdly, we've been on a bit of a run where we've been keeping clean sheets, which I should never say a week before a game because you just know <laughs> someone's going to come and topple it. But it's been strangely quite, um, you know, 
quite comfortable in terms of you know crafting opportunities and building up leads but you know you've got to take each game as it comes aren't you Indeed. you never know who's around the corner no that's <laughs> it well we've been been keeping an eye on the uh, on the Twitter the Twitter feed from from York is seeing a couple couple of big names that are you know retiring and then there's other ones that they're pulling back from injuries so could be, yeah, could be good never a dull day at York is HQ but yeah. you know, I'm just going back to what you said earlier about the battling fat lads and probably us to an extent is that I reckon you know you, you guys are popular as a club as well but I think it comes down to a couple of things obviously a good cause is something that people will always want to get behind. Whatever it is, they'll always want to support it and, you know, show and do whatever they can. But also people love, and I know in sport they do, they love an underdog, don't they? They love yeah. the idea of an underdog. And we're, we're the same. You know, we're not a flash team, despite what you might see on social media. <laughs> we're not. We are just, you know, got 28 lads who, you know, we're a mixed ability in, you know, different backgrounds. But that's all we are. There's no more to it. And it's just a case of working and training together. So... You know, you play against some of the bigger teams in um, competitions like um, that that NHS tournament. We've got, you know, they might have celebrities or they might have ex-professionals, but you know, we we don't have any of that. So I think not that they treat teams any differently, but they appreciate, you know, if you are an underdog and you, you you're battling against the odds. People people like that. They like that kind of story. I think that yeah. goes along. Definitely. That's why we still love VFA Cup in it. You love that. <laughs> Until it gets to about fifth round and you think that's nah, gone now, it's just like Premier League fixtures, but <laughs> <laughs> we're the underdog now. Um, <laughs> yeah, great to have you both on. Um, can't wait to see you on Sunday out there. Fingers crossed. The most important thing is we'll raise a lot of money for that Murfield branch of Royal British Legion. Just thanks for giving up your time this evening and enjoy the second half best you can of Liverpool Atletico Madrid. Thanks very much, guys. Off and well. Thanks for having us. Cheers, Matt. Thanks, Cal. See you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, Mike, you're back. Hello. Surprise. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to Callum and Matt then. Oh, absolutely. So, what's your prediction for Sunday? Thirty-seven nil. Uh, no, sorry, that's that's an old <laughs> Rowan Atkinson sketch. Um, oh, I think it'll be tight. I think I think they'll be. The battling fat lads will live up to their name and they'll do all the battling and they'll be fat and they'll be lads. Um, 3-2 to battling fat lads. Ooh, big call that. Um, bearing in mind, as we've probably already said, uh, Yorkies have played four against the fat lads, won three, lost one. Which one did they lose? Uh, they lost at home at Sirius Academy. They lost to uh, battling fat lads 3-2. Wow. Believe. Oh, right. So I'm actually recalling that game with my mm. prediction. Yes. So, Mike, if the people of the world wanted to say, Ian Mackey, the pod's just not the same without you, come back and record the next episode. How would we get in touch with them on Twitter? I think if they looked for at Ian Mackey 3, no, that's completely wrong. It's at Mackey Ian 3. So M A C K I E I A I N three, as in the digit. Can I just say as well, I heard from Ian E I A I N Ian uh, that there were two Ians in his year at school, and the other Ian was known as Cyclops because he only had one eye. Oh my God, <laughs> Mike! If people want to wish you a happy twentieth anniversary on Twitter, how would they get hold of you? They can find me at Mike the Relic, R-E-L-I-C. 
I'm begging for a bit of love with my <laughs> injury. Your PMT. I keep, th- <laughs> I keep thinking of Mike's acronym. So if you want to give me some love on Twitter, it's Phil R underscore eight. Get in touch with the pod, CFW pod on Twitter, CFW.pod on Instagram. And if you really feel the need, you will find us on Facebook. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining me, Mike. And the comedy waves. Oh, and don't forget, we need five star reviews. The more five star reviews we get, the more coverage we get, and the more that we can send the message of charity football out to the big wide world. And because that's all we want to do, we just want to get charity football out there main stage everybody talking about it and raising loads of money for the charities so get onto the um, podcast app of choice give us a five-star review that will help immensely thank you kindly see you later comedy wave bye, bye. we I'm actually wave why the fuck did we actually wave i don't know because <laughs> i think we're selling the wave because people can feel the wave when they listen and if we oh. don't wave we'll be like yeah, i didn't wave yeah <laughs>